Monthly wedding photography podcast. Wedding photography podcast for wedding photographers. Bye, wedding photographers. Neil, what's up? Not much, Andy. How you doing? I'm doing pretty good, man. Doing pretty good. Um, you have been. Uh, we, we're gonna start right away here, and we're gonna follow up to last week, a couple weeks ago, because we're a bi-monthly wedding photography <laughs> podcast. Uh, a couple weeks ago, with uh, your uh, Vegas wedding and all that. So, how did things go? What's how did things go with all that? You know, I, I, I look, we lucked out and everything went fine. Um, you know, I was for like about a year leading up to it. I was really nervous about it. Um, only because it was a, a double wedding. Um, but they're, they're about a couple thousand miles away from each other. Um, I don't know if for those who didn't listen to the uh, last podcast, which you should go back and listen to it now, but I'll just kind of do a little recap. Uh, we had, a, we had one of our biggest weddings in Buffalo, New York this year, um, it was on Saturday, and then the following day, we had to fly out um, to Las Vegas and shoot a wedding that day. Um, originally, we said no. Um, it was it was too risky, uh, but the clients, they kind of insisted that, that we had to be there for them. And um, and we said, okay, if, if we're going to do this, we have to leave on the first flight out. Uh, it's got to be nonstop, and, and it's got to be that way. Um, and they kind of had to know the risks, which we kind of warned them many, many times. And they, and they, and they knew, they of course knew the risks and, um, but they, you know what, they, uh, they really didn't seem as worried as I was about it. Um, you know, there I was stressing myself out. What am I going to do? What am I going to do? What if flights are delayed, even though weather and everything, um, you know, we're not in the December or January months yet. Um, but just in case, you know, what, what's, what's going to happen. So I was just like, you know what? Um, but anyways, uh, actually one thing did end up happening while we were just checking into our flight. Um, Southwest computers went down. Uh, we were just kind of like lining up how Southwest does, you know, a group, B group. Well, um, the computer system went down in Southwest and the, uh, the, the workers, they were just like, okay, well, you already have your tickets, so we'll just get you on the plane and get you guys out of here. So, uh, but when we landed, that, that's when we learned that the entire Southwest computer system went down and delayed flights all across the country, and it kind of made national news. Luckily, we, we just got out right in time for that. Um, so so that, that, was, that was a good thing. Um, I also said I was, I was kind of practicing of, of – um, of taking sleeping pills uh, because I don't sleep on flights. Well, luckily I didn't need to. Um, as soon as the wheels went up, I I was out until pretty much the wheels went down. Uh, so I slept on the entire flight. So I, I did get some sleep. Um, once we checked into the hotel, um, I got another two two and a half hours sleep, and then I woke up and then shot another wedding, and it was great. Now, when when I arrived to the wedding, that's when I realized of why the clients weren't very nervous about us not showing up because they have a family who's a photographer, a professional photographer in the family and he had all his gear there. So then I was like, Oh, well that's why they weren't so stressed. Hmm. Um, not as stressed as I was. I, w- I wish they would have let me known that 
Um, so I didn't stress myself out for a whole year so that there, they did have a plan B. Um, I didn't know about it, but luckily they, they were ready for it. So that, that person was ready to take over if, if something were to happen to us. Um, but other than that, um, it was, it was a, uh, very, very hectic, tiring trip. Um, destination weddings, they sound fun. Um, but it's, it's, it's a lot of work. So that's why you should never, ever, ever, ever discount a destination wedding. Um, and yeah, that's, that's it. I'll, I'll probably never do that risk again because I, like I said, I stressed myself out for almost a whole year about this wedding. Um, but luckily everything went, went okay. And, um, but yeah, never again for that. So, um, and, and, and do as I say, not as I do, uh, don't, don't, uh, follow me by example, like, Oh, Neil did this. Um, I'm going to, too. Um, it was, it was a certain circumstance and, uh, we covered our butts. Everything worked out. Okay. That's a Um, tough thing. You know, I'm asking myself in my head, um, you know, if that comes up, would I do it? Or, you know, because here's the thing about this is, is, and we talked about this last episode, the couple knew that you had the wedding booked the day before. So if Correct. I have a couple call me and they say, hey, you know, we want you to come and do this amazing wedding, wherever, you know, you know, for, you know, for whatever reason, and say, and then it depends on, like, let's say it was a celebrity. So it's a celebrity, wedding, you know what I mean? Like for on a Saturday or something like that, and you're already booked on Friday, you would still say, well, you know, I have this Friday wedding. If, if you really want to put it out there, as long as you guys know, and you, you know, if you get your contract straight and everything like that, would you do it? I don't know. I don't know. You know, uh, but, but you know, I, doubles are stressful as is, um, even if they're in the same town. Um, if, if I had a double wedding weekend and someone were to request it the next day and it was like a three hour drive or a two hour drive, I would say no to it. Um, but just the fact that these guys insisted and, um, I was like, sure, let's, let's give it a shot as long as they know the risks. And um, luckily, everything else worked out. Okay, so next topic, uh, we're going to talk a little bit about turnaround time. And the, and the reason that I bring this up is just because uh, we're in the middle of, you know, we're, the point where everything has shifted towards editing for me. I still have a few uh, lingering weddings here and there, but I'm mostly just in like crazy editing mode and scheduling and all that kind of thing. And mm-hmm. I just wanted to talk a little bit about you with like turnaround time and like what your turnaround time is, maybe what you start off at at the beginning of the season and where you end up. Because I think every photographer is a little bit different in terms of what their turnaround actually ends up being. But then also how with our turnaround time, with whatever it does end up being, how we communicate with our clients to um, let them know what's happening, uh, I think is important too. So what is your... What does your turnaround time look like right now? Are you what what hmm. month are you in? Because I'm in I'm I'm living in the middle of August right now. <laughs> you know. Okay. Okay. Um, so um, am, am I am I am I off? Am I early? Am I late <laughs> compared to you? Or are you um, right now? I mean, I mean, with us, I mean, our shooting our shooting has actually picked up. Um, I think I I talked about our season earlier in a couple of episodes ago about how we had a slow season to the start, and now we're just kind of like our season is rocking right now. And especially destination weddings are it's, it's destination season for us right now. So it's those weddings are taking us away from editing, um, normal, normal shoots. And with it being fall, beautiful fall sessions in in New York, everybody's taking advantage of it. So we are picking up some fall sessions. Engagement sessions are huge right now because everybody who's getting married 
in the summer of next year, they want these fall engagement photos, um, which we're doing that. So we're, um, I mean, we're, we're rocking, but uh, we're trying to stay up as much as we can. Now, usually when um, our couples, they, when, whenever they get home from their uh, honeymoons, they contact us saying, oh, we're home. Uh, when, when, when can we see our images? And that's when we're completely honest. We're saying, hey, you know what? We're, we're traveling a lot, which, which they see from our Facebook postings. Um, we, and we're completely honest saying, hey, you know, we have three, four, five weddings ahead of you guys. We apologize, but, you know, we're, we're going to get to it as, as soon as possible. And we kind of give them a, a rough time frame, maybe three or four weeks. Right now, I am uploading a wedding from September 13th. Right now, uh, we're recording this episode, and we're October 23rd, uh, Friday, October 23rd. So I'm about a month and a half away um, back, which isn't too bad for how busy we are. Um, pretty much right now, if, whenever I can work around the clock, I will. Um, I'm, a, I'm a night guy. I know, Andy, you're a morning guy. Um, so if I can work throughout the night, maybe up until 5 a.m., uh, if, if that means I can knock a name or two off my list, I'll, I'll do it um, and sleep uh, sleep some other time uh, whenever I can. So it's, it's just that kind of season. So your solution is, is don't sleep. <laughs> Uh, I I think everybody, you know, I think everybody out there can relate. Um, You just got to get these names off the list and keep everybody happy. Um, As long as I don't burn myself out, um, then, you know, I I will take some some time off. And then, you know, like I said, work throughout the night if I can some other time. So, um, yeah, that's that's where I am right now. Okay, so, yeah, I mean, you're like a month ahead of me because I'm I'm still in August. (laughs) But yeah, <laughs> I know. So, and I just had my, my August was crazy. Cause I had, that's when I had all my, my insane craziness was in August, but yeah, yeah. We, we uh, had seven or eight weddings in August, which is, which last year we only had one. I, I don't understand that, but yeah, our August was insane. But yeah, like I said, we worked around the clock, but yeah, go mm-hmm. ahead. Yeah, no, but I mean, that's actually, it depends on what method you want to take and see, I really try and have this. I try to try to have this work life balance. I try, I don't always Mm -hmm. succeed in it, but I feel like part of the reason that I'm behind a little bit is because I really try to, I really try to make it be that like I'm working roughly nine to five, which sometimes let's be honest when you, when you work by yourself ends up being, you know, maybe like 10 to five or something like that. (laughs) Um, But I try to keep things in like to have this life work balance and I try not to be like well if I was working a normal job these are the amount this is the amount of time that I have to edit and you know I'll still work like in wedding season time like I'll still work like six days a week as opposed to five you know Mm -hmm. Um, because you know you're shooting on that Saturday but like but like I need to at least give myself like that one day and like not schedule something or like take one day off a week you know if I'm trying to maintain this, like, okay, it's five o'clock, six o'clock, whatever, I've really got to be done right now. Like mentally, especially if I'm having shoots, you know, like, like two or three times a week or whatever, mm-hmm. like mentally, when I get those evenings, I'm like, I'm done. I'm done right now. I'm done. And, and that's the lip, like physically the amount of time that I have to work. So it, it just takes that long, you know, for, for these wedding photos to get edited on a, on a normal human being level when you're by yourself. I know that you work mm-hmm. with, with your wife and everything like that, you know, but 
But for for me, when I'm when you're working by yourself, it's like that's just the amount of man hours that it takes to do this. And yeah, I could farm that out and and you know pay somebody else to edit or whatever. But I just don't, and that's just not how my business is. And mm-hmm. so it's trying to find that balance. And I guess I'm I'm still okay right now, but I am starting to get the emails like, hey, you know, it's been eight weeks. You know, when are we? When are these photos coming around? And and my you know my communication back to them is just like oh you know this is you know this is what my season looks like I had a lot of shooting in August September not a lot of time to edit and now I'm starting to catch up and everybody's fine nobody's upset or anything like that but it's just mm-hmm. even for me personally like I wanted to be the best that I can be in my business um, and but still maintain that home life too you know so that that's really where my kind of conflict comes into play but I like how you how you know you're more of an evening person and the beautiful thing about the how you do that is that and i think this is why you like it so much and i think we've talked about this before but like nobody else is up then you're not getting emails you're not getting those phone calls at those times and you can mentally just focus on that you know right Mm -hmm. without because for me man like that's a thing as much as i like my system trying to do this like you know nine to five thing which like i said becomes ten to five um, what ends up happening is, is when I get these emails and these little communications and things during the day, like my mind just like shifts to that. And mm-hmm. I feel like I just need to like turn stuff off. And that's kind of what I've been trying to do is, you know, like just turn all this, these electronic devices off and just focus on editing because editing for me, like always takes a back seat to everything else that's going on. Um, you know, when you get a new client inquiry or you, somebody scheduling an engagement session or, you know, dealing with that, it's, um, I don't know, I, you know, trying to put off all those, those, those emails too, so that I don't, you don't need to respond to an email within 30 seconds or within, you know, an hour or two, as long as it's within 24 hours. And I, these are things that I'm just kind of like saying out loud right now that I'm just trying to remind myself, you know, on Mm -hmm. a regular basis, if any of that, uh, makes sense at all any thoughts for me anything to help me out <laughs> um i mean i want to talk i mean i don't think you can really talk someone into being a uh, a nighttime person uh but it, you know like you said it does work out for me that you know if let's say if i if i finish a wedding or two in one night then i'll say okay now i can take tomorrow off or take the next two days off or let's say if i get two or three names off the list um, I'll, I'll work really, really hard for that. And then I'll say, okay, then I, I just earned myself two days off. Um, I don't know if that's something that you, you can actually do that during the daytime. You know, if, if you just stay, stay steady at something, get two days, two things done. And then you'd be like, okay, I deserve, you know, I, I kind of earned a break now. It's, that's kind of like how I do it. I kind of like to earn things. Um, even though it's inside my head. Um, I, I, I don't know. That's, that's kind of like how I, how I like to do it. Cool. Yeah. And, yeah. uh, you know what, I think what the other thing that I might need to go back to doing is, um, is turning your evening thing. Cause I can be a morning person if I want to be, I used to be a teacher. So I used to wake up at, you know, at the time that you would probably finish <laughs> and, mm-hmm. uh, and that's what, and, and starting then if you start at like five in the morning or six in the morning, then you still have that same thing where nothing else is going on and you can just focus without yeah. uh, the distractions. I used to do that. I think, you know, a year or two ago, I, I used to edit like that and I used to get a, get a lot more done. And I think I might need to go back to that right now because it's really kind of getting to be crunch time with thinking about how many weddings I still have to edit and yeah. where I'm at in the in the process here. But 
And um, also when I, I like I use a lot of cloud services. So um, when I when my computers are hard at work or if they're exporting or um, or uploading to the cloud, I say, OK, well, my computers are working hard. So that means my business is still working. So therefore, I personally can go uh, go take some time off. Yeah. So um, I don't know. That's <laughs> that's what I do. Okay. Well, cool. I hope that, you know, that conversation of listeners, you have any advice for, for Neil or I, or, or for me in particular, uh, you know, please let me know. But I think um, just, you know, uh, staying on, staying on task with some of those, some of those thoughts is something that actually personally is what's going on with me right now. So I just wanted to share that with the listeners and, uh, and get some feedback from Neil too here live on the air. So, all right. Um, uh, next up is going to be uh, the fo- just a little bit of a follow-up to the Surface Book conversation we had last podcast. And basically, I just wanted to let uh, you guys know that um, that F-Stoppers actually did an exact um, uh, review of the new Surface Book and compared it directly to the current uh, MacBook Pro 15-inch, or one of the current um, MacBook Pro 15-inches. And uh, basically, just the only point on that that w- that needs to be mentioned is that the MacBook Pro was twice as fast, and ev- as far as that as everything goes in terms of using really? it as a professional machine, the current 15-inch no. MacBook Pro twice as fast as the Surface Book Pro. And the reason for this is, and I'm so glad because I thought I've, I felt like, am I am I stupid in how I'm thinking about this? <laughs> and apparently, I wasn't because this uh, the guy at F Stoppers, uh, the guy who did the review, I don't re- recall his name. Uh, but he basically was saying that, yeah, um, the reason that he thought that that the that Surface Book pr- uh, would be on the same level as a MacBook Pro because it's the same exact specs. However, they're not the same exact specs, and that's where mm-hmm. that was the thing. Um, so this uh, Surface Book Pro has a Core i7 dual core processor as opposed to a quad core in the MacBook Pros. So. Really, you're talking about two extra cores, and that's probably the main reason for that. Um, the current version of the MacBook Pro is being twice as fast, so that's kind of a bummer because I was seriously considering uh, that. Yeah, it's a good thing book. you didn't pre-order one. I know, I know, and actually, I was looking at the pre-orders too. Actually, one thing that slightly deterred me, and I almost was thinking about a pre-order, but I definitely wanted the one terabyte version. Mm-hmm. Um, because I have I have so many photos, and I and my workflow. Um, is revolves around I need a terabyte on my on my main machine that I you know that I back up and everything like that and and if it was less than a terabyte I couldn't really do it so uh, they the service book didn't have that terabyte available they just actually released it um, so that you could pre-order the terabyte one but uh, oh. any in any event uh, it's not uh, not gonna not gonna happen and that's uh, that's that's okay that's all right but I just wanted to follow up just because it's something that we uh, that we brought up and uh, and next, uh, next and not last here, uh, we'll just go through a pick of the pick of the show. And so, if uh, Neil, do you have a pick of the show for us this week? Have you thought about that, or do you want me to go first with mine? Uh, yeah, go for yeah, go ahead. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so um, my my pick of the show is basically going to be the sh- <laughs> the shoot sack. <laughs> And uh, the shoot sack. I'm sorry, the what? It's called the shoot sack. If you haven't heard of it. And, okay, no, I haven't. And so I was shooting a wedding. I think earlier this year, or a couple year and a half ago. But uh, some videographers from out of town came in, and they had these really cool uh, 
bags that they were grabbing lens out lens their lenses out of and they just kind of it kind of sits really tight to your side um i'll have a link in the show notes but they're called the shoot sack and the cool thing about them especially if you shoot two bodies is the ability to just grab individual lenses and and pull them in and out and you can hot and hot swap them pretty quickly because a lot of these other um solutions you know where you have like these kind of like dorky belts with all your lenses on next to you it just doesn't look good you know when if you have those Mm -hmm. belts you know there's those those belts where you can just kind of like put lenses and they're on the side of your pocket or whatever i don't know for me they just it just doesn't look good and part of you got to look good when you're shooting a wedding these shoot sacks look pretty good um and so you can just uh check those out uh the cool thing is is they're made with this like neoprene stuff so it like it's it sits right next to your hip. And um, for me, when I'm shooting two, two bodies, I can just pull a lens out, swap it, and you're good to go. And, you know, I'm such a I'm such a renegade with I don't even use uh, end caps or lens caps you know, on my on my uh, on my lenses. So I just uh, hot swap them and and it works works for me. So check out the shoot sacks. I think they look good. They're not cheap. Uh, they're not cheap. If I recall, yeah, I'm checking them out right now. I mean, I've been actually looking for something very similar to this, which is pretty neat. Um, I, I'm looking at a price of what one seventy nine. Yeah, that's that something that. Yep, yeah, that sounds that sounds about right. And um, so they're definitely not cheap for for a bag, and especially. So this bag actually not only is it it kind of changed my entire workflow because before I would always have my one camera bag and my two bodies, and then I would always have this big huge bag when I walked around. But the amazing thing about this shoot sack is that. And an engagement session, I don't even need to bring my bigger bag. I just go with my with my one body and a backup a backup body somewhere else. But but I just have this shoot sack, and that's all I need. I don't need any other bag. It sits really really low profile right next to your hip. It doesn't look like you, like you have this big huge thing, you know, with you. It looks good. It totally works for me for having like this secondary bag with uh, little gadgets and and things that you might might want on a shoot so during the shoot during an actual wedding day it's on me all day during an engagement mm-hmm. shoot it's on me all day for 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 both those uh any kind of shoot really um so check those out they're called shoot sacks if you haven't heard of them you know i was you know i've been looking at a lot of bags lately and i've been looking at the whole um that one bag that was designed by trey ratcliffe about how he started kickstarter for it and it like just kind of blew up like the I think in the first day he raised like over half a million dollars or something for this camera bag. And, um, but it just kind of looks a little too big. I don't know if you, I don't know if you heard about it. It's like a, um, I don't know. I don't even know if it's, um, if they gave it a name, it's like a, a, like a messenger bag. Um, did you hear about this yet? No, I haven't. So, um, okay. But we'll put this in the notes and to, for our listeners to check out too, since we're bringing. Yeah, I mean, it it's up. it's a pretty sharp looking bag. It has a lot of a lot of design features, but it just looks a little bit too big for for a wedding. Um, but I'd love to see one in person. That's why I was. Um, I just I just learned a couple of minutes ago. I've been so kind of busy that um, this week was Photo Plus. Um, you know, I would would have. I don't know if this is there. Um, I would have loved to have seen it in person, but maybe I don't know if if they if they're going to have one at WPPI this year. Um, but I don't know if if people uh, have seen this in person. I'd love to love to hear more about it. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm definitely looking for a bag, which is which is why uh, you're. Uh, uh, the shoot sack kind of caught, caught my attention um, because, but that looks like it's only kind of like for lenses and maybe like a, like a light or two. Um, yeah. So, I mean, 
you so there's actually six spaces in that shoot sack bag there's three that are really specifically designed for lenses but sometimes i'll use two lenses and i'll have a flash in the third spot and Mm -hmm. um and then in the back there's also like three smaller pockets that are on the exact opposite side of that and in there you can you know i have all sorts of little gadgets and things in there actually i very often if i'm on an engagement session i'll just put my keys in my wallet in that portion um and then another one uh you know just extra cards or something like that but there's there's room for three other little little slots in there too it's more of like a like a like a you know an on location on shoot kind of kind of bag than it is um something that that you're carrying all of your gear in it's um it's for when you're actually shooting that's the thing that i love about it because there aren't too many solutions you know for for that when you're when you want to grab other lenses other than mm-hmm. like i said those kind of dorky belts that they have so <laughs> so that works <laughs> that works for me check out the shoot sack bag there uh neil did you figure figure out another pick there or uh no i, I just kind of just built off i just kind of built off of okay yours, so, so, so the your bag was your pick of the week then so yeah let's yeah let's just uh let's do that uh it's called i, I found it, it's everyday messenger bag um they did a Kickstarter, um, raised a whole lot of money. Trey, Trey Ratcliffe, he designed it. Um, so he travels a lot. He travels the world a lot. So um, this, But this kind of looks like it's more of like a bag for you can put almost everything in, like a computer, um, a tablet, uh, your phone, all that stuff, and cameras, lenses, everything. So this looks like a little bit bulkier, and it looks like it has a starting point of 250 which isn't too bad for um, – uh, for a nice quality bag. Cool. Also, you know what? I'm looking at the pictures, which uh, which we'll uh, give a link to. Um, looks like you can hang a camera off the side of it, uh, it almost kind of like a like a spider belt. Um, so that's pretty neat. So that you know you can just carry your bag and your your camera is right there um, for you to grab and and start shooting with. So that's pretty neat. That's a I like that. Cool. But, but yeah. All right, well, we'll check that out, too, and I think this is probably going to be a little bit of a shorter episode this week, but I think that's, hopefully that's okay with our listeners, that we just wanted to at least get something out there this week, but it's just, uh, it's, yeah, back uh, to work we go. <laughs> yeah, honestly, like, like Neil and I were talking before this episode, we're like, uh, we've got a lot going on right now, so um, we at least wanted to get something out there this week, and... Uh, Hopefully this was uh hopefully something was better than nothing <laughs> this week but we will yeah. be back uh in a couple weeks with um some more content for you and we'll be back to guests sooner rather than later um at, at some point some point coming up soon here so um mm-hmm. thank you very much everybody for listening uh, this was episode number 22 of Wedding Photographers Unite and don't forget uh to please go to iTunes leave reviews and uh, please follow us. Uh, you can uh, follow me. My name is Andy Buscemi, B-U-S-C-E-M-I. You can just uh, Google my name and follow my good stuff there. And uh, Neil Work and people follow, find you. Uh, just Google my name as well, N-E-A-L-U-R-B-A-N, Neil Urban. Um, anywhere on social media, just uh, drop me a line. I'll, I'll respond as soon as I can. And don't forget uh, to uh, write into info at weddingphotographersunite.com. Uh, we'd prefer to talk with you rather than at you. Um, we haven't gotten any uh, questions this this week, so um, please please feel free to you know send us in, jump in the conversation, 
and uh, we'd love to love to hear from you and uh, have the conversation with you. Once again, that's info at weddingphotographersunite.com. Thanks so much for listening, everybody, and we will catch you next time. Bye Wedding photographers. Unite. Thank you.